What's up, guys? I'm Zach, your host of the Aux Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom to jumpstart your life. 10 minutes or less, no bullshit, no topic off limits. Let's plug in. Hey, what's up, guys? This clip is from a conversation that I had with fashion designer Colm Delane, who is the founder of Kid Super Studios in Brooklyn. Kid Super is a really cool creative collective that makes a lot of clothing that really cool people wear, like Young Thug, Post Malone, a lot of people in other creative industries outside of music as well. And Kid Super is something that feels like a a family collaboration where it's it's something creative that reaches across fields like music, fashion, design, and kind of comes together in the studio collective that Column created. And this was a really fun conversation, and I wanted to break it up into clips to show you guys. And, and I think that fashion also applies in many ways to other areas outside of fashion, things that you need taste for, things that you have to identify. I think the the study of fashion and the understanding of fashion and how trends build may help us also understand how the rest of the world works better. So without further ado, please enjoy this clip with Colm Delane of Kid Super. There's a moment where it's two hours before the show and I go up to my dad and I go, you're walking. And he's oh, like, so he had no, he he's, had no like, clue. he's like, ha ha, good one, man. And I was like, no, I want you to walk. He's like, ah, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, you walk. And he was supposed to be at his job and had to like call out of his work. And he goes like, you just can't put it on Instagram. Like I'm supposed to be at work. I was like, dad, they're not going to give a fuck about if you went. Yeah, like, so- sorry, I'm at my son's fashion show in Paris. I had to take the day off. So the funniest <laughs> thing is the picture kind of went viral in the company that he works for Mm -hmm. because it's on Vogue, like the cover of Vogue. (laughs) And it's my dad just fully looking like like a supermodel. And no, it's amazing because initially they're like, all the people are trying to make fun of him, but he looks so good and it's on Vogue that they're like, wait, are you a top (laughs) model? And it was so funny at the end, he was like, Yes, like, where's my agent? What's yeah. next? What, uh, he's, get, he's getting calls from agents saying like, who's that guy that was on the cover of Vogue? I think, does he have representation? So good. <laughs> and then my mom, the funniest thing. So everyone always says like, wow, your mom must be so proud and grateful that you brought her on the fashion show. And they like interviewed my mom and my mom was like, grateful? Like, he needs to thank me. He needed someone who's going to kill the opening dance. I'm the only one he had. I'm free. It's like, he should have paid me more. It's like, yeah, we killed it for him. And so like, it's such a funny perspective that everyone sees it as like, I'm such a good son. <laughs> My mom has seen it like she's such a good mom, yeah. which is so funny. She's like, fuck that. I was the star. He needed star power. Yeah, and that's why he called me. So a little, uh, little power dynamic in the relationship with the parents yeah, who, who holds the most uh, fashion power, exactly. the fashion presence. They definitely are. I mean, they're definitely proud and always been supportive, but they're hilarious. They're each, uh, they're both have their superstar personalities. That is funny when people think they're going to be uh, very like 
timid and shy yeah. and they're the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Having your parents in is super cool. And then also, I think it was the the recycle show that Lolo Zwei was in. One of my favorite moment from that was Action Bronson when he was walking out with a huge fucking trench coat and people were carrying it behind him. And I forget what song it was, but it wasn't his, it wasn't his song. It was like, uh, like an opera, uh, just like this huge badass moment where he's just walking down the aisle, like dapping up people with a trench coat. So that, that was sick. I mean, Action Bronson walking my fashion show was definitely a fucking bucket list check. And the best thing about, I'm glad you mentioned the song. So we go to Action Right. And we're like, we're probably going to have you walk out to your own music. He's like, no, not my own music. He's like, play La Boheme. And we're like, yeah, La Boheme. We're like, what song is that? He's like, I need to walk out to La Boheme. And we're I like, it, an hour before the show, I'm like telling DJ, I'm like, download La Boheme. We need it. And so he kind of creative directed the whole fucking thing. Even the long trench, he came like three weeks before. Or two weeks before. And I, and we had always been talking and DMing because he does a lot of painting. And he does... I didn't know that. Yeah, he does a lot of painting. And he so, does a lot of art projects. So he's always interested in artists. And he always loves... He loves my painting. He loved it. And he actually always is asking like... Another oh, collab coming soon. <laughs> definitely a collab. We just got to figure it out. But yeah, he was interested in making stuff. So we'd always talk about that stuff. And for the Paris fashion show, he actually... And this is a great quote, but... It's called Bull in a China Shop. And he DM me. He's like, if you ever need, he was like, for the Bull in the China Shop, he was like, if you ever uh, needed an actual bull, I'm there. Because he called himself a bull. Yeah. And if I wanted a bull to walk in, I was like, how do I get this to happen? I was like, I'll fly you to Paris. Like, what do you need? And it just never didn't add up or like wasn't possible. So when we did the New York one in Queens, I hit him up. I was like, man, we want you to walk. And so he comes over and he's like, he, the whole experience with the uh, recycling thing and everyone sewing, he was, he walks in and he's like, yeah, I'll walk if you make me the longest trench coat ever. And he said it and we were like, say less. We'll yeah. do that in whatever. So yeah, we like we'll like make it happen. This uh, Johnny and a couple of the sewers spent probably like four nights cutting up squares to make this amazing uh, trench coat. And yeah, there's a moment, I don't know if you watched the Vice documentary on it, but um, there's a moment in the, I'm in the front, yeah, hiding, kind of like navigating everything. But I didn't realize like when he came back, oh, I was doing the speech and I didn't. I saw that. Yeah, that so, but there's background footage of him and everyone that was holding, like cheering and celebrating and doing like a huddle. And it was just like, man, that was the kid super moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And shout out to Action Bronson for being just the best dude ever. But also shout out to everyone. There's just such a good energy. So many people working together on one vision and we all came together and it didn't matter about it. There was, there was nothing. No one cared about the end result. It was more about working together on this project and giving it your all. And then there's this beautiful end result. So it was pretty cool. I mean, it was every fashion show that like final walk and walking out after I do my speech is fucking, is a crazy feeling. Yeah. I can imagine. Cause it's like, it's happened at that point. You can't change anything about it. There's this still palpable 
energy in the room. And so it's like everything, you're kind of like taking it in, I would imagine, in that moment. Yeah, and we're working. I mean, I don't think any other brand is doing it as half, as like (laughs) unprepared as we are. So we're working Mm -hmm. so hard. All my friends are involved and it's a 10 minute show, 10 to 15 minute show. And then after you're just like, (sighs) like the best sigh ever. But, um, yeah, like for the Paris one that we just did, <laughs> I don't know if you saw, but there was paint on their shoes. Yeah, so the, the this running, is the running as fast as you can. Running as fast as you yeah. can. And the paint on the shoes, uh, the uh, venue wouldn't allow paint on the ground. So I had so that's to, why I had the sheet out. So I had to do this plastic sheet. But if you put plastic sheet and wet paint, it literally just creates a slip and slide. So all the models were slipping. And obviously, I, if you watch the footage of it, you don't see slipping because I edited it out. Mm-hmm. But there was one time where someone was doing a dance move and it kind of, I couldn't tell if he slipped at, or if he just fell and worked it into like his move. Cause then he just like kind of did like the slip and slide from NBA Street where he just like tumbled over and played it off. But, well, that was planned for him to yeah. be this dancer that's kind of falling. And uh, that was making, it was kind of with the whole running as fast as you can. And I wanted the shoes, the painting on the shoes to end up all over him to show the marks of, you know, because the reason I did the paint, it was just to show visually that everyone has like a path that everyone comes from. So when you're mm-hmm. running as fast as you can, you're going, you're shooting to the moon, you're trying as hard as you can, but there's always this history of where you came from and everything and how much you've gone through. So that was the visual representation of the paint. But so many of them were slipping, which you didn't see, but one kid fell on the ground and you, Damn. Yeah, you have to watch it. I actually cut it for the video. It's at the end. So I say, thank you. And then I put like a little video of him falling, but I was talking to people that watched the show. And since everyone was slipping, there was such a tension in the room because you're watching all these models slip. And then at the end, there's a dancer who's slipping on purpose. So this whole thing comes together and you feel there, it was like a palpable tension and you didn't know what was going to happen next. You didn't know it was a pot, well, on purpose. You didn't know if everything was going wrong. And then at the end, it's this beautiful dance and the clothes are gorgeous and there's this video and it just ended up being this whole moment that I didn't really create on purpose, like the slipping I didn't Mm -hmm. want on purpose. But I come out and I say, my ending speech was like, look, we all slip and fall sometimes. And that's kind of the journey. But it's all, and then it's like, yes, obviously it's like how many times do you get back on the horse? Mm -hmm. The more classic classic saying of all time. Or back on the bull. Back Back on the Bronson. Exactly. But yeah, it was so cool to, visually for a 10 minutes kind of show the struggle that it is to get there. You know, all the times that I fucked up, all the times I slipped and these models as they slipped around this cube that was showing normal people sprinting and becoming, you know, whatever you want to be. It was just a kind of physical and visual representation of the whole journey. And now And I love that it was called running as fast as you can because, you know, I'm always trying to get there. I'm always trying to be the best I can be. So, yeah, I mean, just thinking about it, I can like feel that feeling and it's inspiring, but also, you know, emotional because 
there were so many times when you slip and fall or you don't know what's going to happen next or you're you know we only have this one life and you're planning it and trying to run but um yeah it doesn't always end up how you want it so yeah 